welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, last time on the Season 2 finale... <gasps> dun, dun, dun... Uh, we are, uh, not we, uh, I, I didn't do much of anything, uh, but no, the party. No, you just wrote the whole thing and, you know, facilitated us doing it. Ran the world and, you know, not, not a whole lot, but, but no, the, our heroes, uh, defeated Zane Crow and learned, uh, thanks to Lady Isabella, that Zane Crow was also, had recently, relatively recently learned about a another i guess concern that he had which was a uh, dark wolfen which the party had met once before was assembling a great army of the undead a second one uh with intention of marching forward or marching northward so uh before we dive straight into it uh we are going to do a quick round of introductions and i would like you guys to also describe kind of what you look like and what current equipment you have and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay, Tabitha. Would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hi. All right. And... <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Jess. Uh, I play uh tabitha who is the halfling uh ranger she's or has two animal companions one is uh gregory and one is francis my gosh i forgot my poor poor badger's name francis 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 is a badger uh a european badger because I like the way they look better than the American badgers. Um, Elitist. And Gregory is an owlbear. What was that? Elitist. They, I'm sorry, the European honey badger, or European badgers look like they want to share a cup of tea with you. The uh, you know, American ones look like they just want to mess your face up. Now, to be fair, both will mess your face up. Just the English one looks like it might be nicer about it, even though it actually won't be. Has a posh accent. Um, and see, my character is, or she's dressed in uh, more woodsy colors. Um, has a leather uh, outfit and is more, uh, she has brown curly hair that she usually keeps kind of tied back, restrained a little bit so it's not in her face, and um, green eyes. Alright. Uh, and also she is short. Don't you but have, she's not as short as Tegan. So don't you have uh, like what like don't you have like a special bow that you had crafted at a Dwarven Forge and I think you also have a bat a cloak of the bat and some other Oh yeah that's too? right I forgot about the my cloak of the bat. Yes. What does that look it, like? Uh it would be bat shaped and uh and black okay and what does your magical bow look like it's 
sparkly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it would be if the magical. I believe it has runes on it, and uh, it it looks awesome. Awesome. All right, Tegan, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey everyone, I'm Chris. I'm this Chris number two, and I play Tegan Stumbleduck, the gnome sorcerer, which means um, I get to do all sorts of cool stuff that works about half the time. Um, Tegan, and likes to use your underwear as a parachute. No, 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 my pants. pants as, no, your my pants. Not my your pants underwear. are the parachute because everybody's got to read the back of the speedo that has the British flag and gnome's rule on it. Um, oh boy! It has, and when I wear my speedos, my back hair kind of comes out of the top of it. But that's okay for another time. Ah! I have... Ah! I do not need that visual. <laughs> you no, you thank have you, it. Good sir. luck. Does uh, that also change color? No, 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 no. My skin's the only thing that changed colors with like my mood. We don't I thought have... your hair so... did. No, okay. no, no. I've only got three hairs on my head. They yeah, are right so... at the at the front of my bald spot. Yeah, yeah. So somehow you managed to talk about your butt hair. Before the three hairs on top of your head. <laughs> well, there's more butt hairs than there are hairs on top of his head. True. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what he chose to lead on. No, no, no. She asked about the parachute. It's, it's not, par- not. Never mind. But Thank you, didn't you have to gentle volunteer. listeners, for staying with us. You didn't have to we, volunteer we know, the butt hair know information. It is a... It's Tegan. Of course he had to volunteer it. <laughs> Look, we can see the forest wow. through the trees, all right? <laughs> No, you don't want to see that for it. You don't want to see neither the forest nor the trees. Just remember what teacher, second grade teachers say when you're sharing: share just enough, but not too much. I don't yeah. think Tegan ever got that particular yeah. lesson. Tegan never got TMI. Um, or Chris too. <laughs> or Chris too. <laughs> oh, Chris too. Electric boogaloo. There you go. Um, Tegan has a regular cloak. Um, He's greenish. He's got a very prominent, sharp nose that sticks out a good several inches. It's one of the most prominent features on Tegan. Um, he's also wearing goggles. They're the goggles of auto response alert when he can change the different shades on them, which is really cool. Um, he has a sword that is no longer stuck to him, which is really cool, but he still can't give it away. Um, he doesn't have a, a problem with drinking liquids anymore. That's that's cured. That was awesome. Um, no, I thought you had to drink out of just that cup. Yeah, but it's still pretty cool. Um, okay. Long as long as I got got the cup, um, I've also got the bag of holding. So I've got a nice little mailbag shaped thing on my left hip. Um, I've got my staff, which is really cool. Uh, that's about it. All right. Thank you, Tegan. Up next, Tormir. Would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hey everyone, this is Brennan. Uh, I play Tormir, the dwarf monk. And yeah, my my appearance is much less remarkable as a monk. Um, you know, bald head, beard, orange and yellow robes. Uh, I do have some wrappings on my wrists and some fancy boots for daredevils, I guess. Uh, the the stunt people, not the blind people. Just for clarification on that one. You've been blind this whole time? I never knew. That's awesome. No, I said not for the blind people. 
I'm sorry. I'm just like picturing Foggy coming in and being like, "Look, do I look like a lawyer?" Nice. Well done. Anyways, uh, and I do there's, have. There's probably a group of people who are extremely confused. And I do have a a special glove which uh, is metallic and does absolutely nothing except heal bosses. Apparently, except for against the uh, the the main boss at the end of uh, Promothor's Labs, that you stun locked him for two entire rounds and then finished him off before he got a single attack in. That was not the glove. I the glove think. was part of it. You critted oh, him. And, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. I I got the flurry of blows yeah. off with the stunning fist. You got stunning fist, and then you critted and oh, used your right. okay. galvanic okay. glove. Yeah. It did something. We were once. all stunned. Yeah. Once. That boss that was supposed to be a really challenging fight. He never got a single attack in the entire combat. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. That was the sound of me clapping my hands together, everyone, not something else. Just wink. <laughs> Kids, ask your parents. I thought it was just patting yourself on the back. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can do that too, but it just hurts my shoulder. I'm old. All right. Now everybody just patted themselves on the back. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tormir. Up next, Jathal. Would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hello. Uh, I am... Chris, apparently Chris number one. Uh, You've been Chris number one for a you're while. Number one. You're number you're one. You're number yes, one. Yes, I'm number one. Uh, <laughs> I'm Moana, Moana, Moana. So amazing. I am. I played Jethal, uh, the uh, high or not high, but just the <laughs> elf wizard of the group. <laughs> Jethal the high. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, he can be high sometimes. I mean, you know. <laughs> No judgment, right? It's fine. Like, it's it's fine. not technically legal in this time. That's awesome. So your money bags, Yanni, Yanthal, Jathal, and now Hi. I love it. Nope. No. Not Yanni. Nope. <laughs> I, I don't even really like Yanthal, but I have to go with that since I said it. So <laughs> Yeah, those are literally the words that came out of your mouth. Oh, oh I know. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm... I would say of average height for for uh, for elves. Uh, I dress up. Uh, I definitely am more of the better dressed one of the group. Um, just what you don't now like ask my everybody robe? else if they care. I know no one else cares, but I do. Uh, now, granted, my robes and my clothing are a little more ragged as of late, but uh, they're still. Nicer. Uh, it's hard to impress the ladies when you have ragged clothes. It's true. Just saying. I'll have to get some new stuff then. Who can buy new ones? Oh, that's right, me. <laughs> Who cares about buying new stuff? That's right, you. Uh, but yeah, so uh, underneath my robes, I have a uh, kind of Dude. a vest that I like to wear that has some kind of knobs on it and stuff. Um, that lets me... Excuse me? <laughs> God. What is going on? You guys are terrible. I have... You're just now realizing that? My temporal induction vest, uh, that I have some knobs on, that, that like when I turn them, 
it will uh, basically tune in Tokyo. Give me Milky some time. Fluid. Yep, <laughs> sure. <coughs> Go with that. Uh, I have my Kids, necklace. Ask your parents. Uh, I have a. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not sorry. Um, look, call back to the beginning of season two. Go ahead, Dethal. He's never going to get through this. This is just the entire episode. We're stuck now. I have a very special necklace uh, on that uh, is very near and dear to my heart. And uh, if I were to ever lose it, it would be... I would never stop searching for it. Uh, And just recently, uh, I was given a gemstone that fits inside of it, so... Uh, there's also that that I'm wearing, and uh, but yeah. Who who gave you the gemstone? Uh, my future daughter, who's going back in time. Called... Wouldn't it be current daughter? Well, eh, it depends. Depends on the time, I suppose. All right. Thank you, Jathal. And last but not least, Athir, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Brian. Is there anything else needed? Uh, just a few things. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I play Athir, the uh, elf fighter of the group. By the way, it's a seer elf and not a high elf. Just, just saying. <laughs> He is obviously the best yep. dressed in the group uh, with his scale mail mm. armor that has glamour. I don't mm. I don't know anybody else that has glamour. Pretty glamorous. It's glamorous. Of course. Um, Just because your armor has glamour doesn't make you the best dressed. Au contraire. Are we having like a dress, we, like the best we, dress? We are, we are going to have a, a paper pencil dice fashion show one of these episodes. Ooh, that <laughs> of course. Go down. It's the elves that are fighting about it. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. I'm the prettiest. No, I'm the prettiest. I don't see what's hey, wrong conjure. with this. <laughs> I'll conjure up a runway. Everybody else just finds out who's taller. Did, Tegan, did you say you would be the runway? No, I would conjure up a runway. <laughs> <laughs> That's a short catwalk. It's like two feet, you're done. All right. Take a step out, turn around, turn right back. Cool. Uh, Good talk. <laughs> Um, oh, no. As for uh, Aether's armament, uh, he he does wield a sword that uh, is a long sword at times, but because of a rune that he's placed in it. Because of coldness. <laughs> yes. Shorter. <laughs> Shorter. <laughs> I was in the pool. Um, <laughs> anyway, he uh, it, it can be changed into whatever he requires at the time. It does change uh, thanks yeah. to the uh, to the moment. It it rises to the moment. Um, <laughs> Good lord. He he also wields a nice flaming uh, falchion uh, that uh, you know does some uh, nice slashing and bashing, um, and. Uh, he has a fancy dance shield that he can use to blind a th- uh, Jothal if he needs to. All right. And that is the party. So, um, since uh, we have just now... S- and we're done here. And we're done. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the uh, since we are just yarding 
Starting. 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 Did you go to Scandinavia? <laughs> we are starting the episode. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> since we are just, yeah, I'm gonna edit some of that. Out. <laughs> We're um, gonna get through this. <laughs> I know. Um, so I am. Since we are just starting season three, uh, I figured uh, in case there's any new listeners that are just catching us now, uh, does anyone want to give? Any Cliff Notes uh, recap of uh, what happened in Seasons 1 and 2? Sure, I know all about Season 1. I don't know that you do. Well, we went places and we got stuff and we met people. Right? Nice. And Tegan got a sword. There you go. About, yeah. I mean, so... I thought it was a dagger. Season 1, right, we found... Out about the uh, this, we found this cave that had this mysterious machine or something in it, and found that there was some containment leak, and uh, and went out on a a journey after Master Ganthus kind of told us some some disturbing information, and we took a tune, uh, took a journey to I believe it was Nishtune. Is that right? Correct. Yep. Nishtun. And uh, when we got to Nishtun, we were trying to recover a gemstone. The, the Scorpion Bloodstone. Scorpion Bloodstone. Yep. And uh, we went through a bunch... There's a bunch of shenanigans, obviously. Uh, and in the end... Well, that could be described about all of our stuff. <laughs> True. Pretty much exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so we, at the end of it all, we ultimately had unleashed an undead army upon the city, and like one does, and then uh, released a ancient lich onto the world. So yeah. not not just any lich, an ancient an ancient like. Lich that was that could never actually be defeated, defeated, and had merely been sealed away. Yep, it's uh, wasn't our finest moment. Uh, we lost our good friend Hup. May he, I guess, not rest because he's technically that lich. That lich. Would it be so unrest. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was season one. And I know, Tegan, you got a uh, special uh, souvenir out of the end of Season 1. Yeah, so it was a cool sword that uh, I thought was going to be really well, awesome. What type was it again? It was a skim... skim, skim it was a sword <laughs> of thirsting sands. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Scimitar. 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 Okay, say simulate. Stimulate. No, say simulate. <laughs> Stimulate. Stimulate. Simulate. All right, now you're just doing it on purpose. <laughs> Why are you being weird? Weird. Look, um, I'm gonna tie a bunch of network cables together and just whip you with a cat six of nine tails. <laughs> oh jeez. The safe word is admin. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Not root. <laughs> We're never gonna finish this episode. Um, Sudo saved the <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeez. 
<laughs> anyway. Oh, um, it's uh, a sword of thirsting sands. And it, uh, I thought it was really cool because it was shaped all weird and had this nice red glow to it. Um, however, um, I couldn't eat or drink anything when I had it. It was really, it was really horrible. It kind of like went in my mouth and I had to like puke it back up. It was, it was really weird. Um, your sword went but, in your mouth and you had to puke it back up? No, not the sword, just food and water <laughs> type stuff. And then um, I had to well, go was, like every two it days. Was actually, <laughs> it was actually food and water put in your mouth turned to sand. Yep. Oh. That, that's why you had to spit it back out. That's right. It didn't taste very good. Um, and then I had to drain the energy off of uh, uh, animals that we killed and monsters that we killed. So then I got a cup. That allows me to drink this awesome, like water and all that other stuff. But there's also a magical beer that I can drink too. <laughs> this awesome water. Wait, so I, I have a really <laughs> weird question. How would that interact with saliva? It. He always had perpetual dry mouth. Pretty much. Yeah, like probably. if someone else put their saliva in your mouth, would that turn to sand? Ah, ah. <laughs> well, one, I don't want to think of Tegan that way. Two, no. I wasn't saying you'd do that. I said anyway, someone. My no, my sword. Unfortunately, I can't give it to anybody else because it's obviously cursed. So it stays on the in the scabbard next to my hip, and I can't give it to like one of these awesome like sword people to use. Instead, I've got to use it. Having trouble giving it to other people. It is. I'm <laughs> it's got to stay in this scabbard. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that that was pretty much the end of season one. There. Oh Jesus! Did we just get to that? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, season two, and and I'll, I'll I'm just gonna kind of go uh, wait, round wait, can robin. I, can I give degree. this? Can I give this a shot? And a really quick you can recap. absolutely give this a shot. So yeah, um, so they all woke up at um, the cabin of Tabitha's uh, teacher. Okay, Yay. so all right, cabin, meet dwarf and halfling. They go off together Yay. to city. Uh, can't remember the city's name. Nishtun? Nope. No. Wouldn't, well, no. Econovis. You went to Econovis. Okay. okay, so we went to Econovis. Uh, met Master Ganthus. Uh, bad stuff happened. Um, what bad stuff? Uh, city, like frozen in time. Frozen, time lock. Yeah, and then meet Jethal daughter. Yep. Question mark. Then kind of abandoned city and get the on the tunnels. Road. They had the tunnels. Then we travel up road. Towards uh, Malatune. Um, find town of. Uh, hold on, hold on. I got this, I got this, I got this. With the beer. Are you all clear? Yeah, uh, clear Meadow. Oh, before yep. that, we also stopped for a while to pick apples. I forgot about that part. Um, get to Clear Meadow. Uh, meet beer people. Tegan gets way too drunk. Then next morning, we go out looking for more moss for beer run into dark wolfen guy and skeletal dragon that he's currently trying to resurrect to turn into a lich. Uh, Tegan uh, saves the day by making pact with devil dragon and letting <laughs> the dragon inside of him. 
which is all sorts of problems. I think you could start doing the air quotations. No. It really translates well into audio. Yeah. <laughs> look, look. The listeners can feel the sarcasm. Oh, yeah. Go, right, keep going. palpable. You're, do, you're, you're doing well. Keep going. All right. Go back to town. Oh, yeah. By the way, a lot of the people that we asked for help just flat out died from zombie horde. Um, Sorry. Except for, for one guy. Skeleton? Yeah. Skeleton one, one, one guy named uh, Thomas. And it was zombie horde. You're correct. No, no. That was who lived. Right. Yeah. Everyone but Everyone Thomas else died. died. He was yeah. totally a tank. Yep. Go ahead. Being on our team, not a really good for your life. Um, just in general. Okay. Unless you're like actually you know, main character, then you're fine, you know. Or hot. They're all just red shirts. Anyways, <laughs> then we get back on the road to Malatune, also known as Kir Doral, which is an ancient dwarven city. Uh, on our way up, we see fields being worked by essentially indentured servants slash slaves being guarded by people from the uh, Cogsworth District. What's their name? What's the name of that group? I can't... We just literally dealt with it. The Burning Wheels? The Cogworks Union? Cogsworks. Cogsworks Union. Union. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Don't forget so the in. really sweet dwarven bar that we went past. Anyways, so as we're going in, we find Hotel because... Um, it was called the, the, the Stout Dwarf, by the way. Yeah, it's with the que- sweet really painting fancy. and everything. Jethal wanted to be really fancy. And, you know, we had to spend all the money... Uh, we this went is where to that, you got the nickname Moneybags. We, we went to whatever the name is of that hotel. It's some fancy schmancy name. No. Um, we meet... Uh, or, or, oh, oh, very important. Tegan had to find a stool. Um, Yay! He also had weird dreams. Also, oh, forgot to mention, in Clear Meadow, uh, we tied up Tegan because he was acting strange. Um, he didn't really take oh. kindly to that. And no, then we I, tied thought him that up was, again I thought that was at the Dwarven at the Village. Yeah, that yeah. was Clear Meadow where we. There's there been multiple times he's been tied up. Yeah, you know, y'all gotta stop tying me up. If you didn't like it you so much. You gotta stop liking um, it. So then we go out to get. Or, sorry, we go downstairs yeah. to get dinner. Some guy comes crashing inside. Oh, they're, they're, they're attacking. Uh, uh. And so we go out. We find Wolfen guys attacking a lady in the street. Um, Tegan almost dies. Yanthal makes his appearance and slaps a helpless woman. Um, she turns out to be his future girlfriend, uh, Lady Isabella. Um, and she's like, oh, hey, thanks. And then she starts showing us around town. Um, we end up meeting a creepy Tom person. Uh, yeah, not, not a huge fan of that. There is no war in Bossing Say. Um, then we meet two annoying gnomes, making it three annoying gnomes total. Um, Unum and Diem. Unum and Diem. Well, I know, but I didn't really want to, like, you know, okay. give them credit. Um, but by the way, that, that inn's name was the Centrifugal Governor. That. Uh, so we meet up with them. Uh, we're looking for the labs because we believe that's where one of the gems are. So. Found the airship. We talked them into the, using the train. We go down to the bottom. Then we run into a biker gang. Uh, then we convince the biker gang to help us get past another gang. Uh, we then make our way into the labs, um, which only leads to bad stuff happening, apparently, because uh, we do make our way through the labs, and eventually we 
find an elevator. You, you forgot Tormir's favorite part, the rock'em sock'em robots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big, dumb, giant robots fighting, uh, which ended up with not, not actually having a big, dumb, giant robot fight because they killed it too fast. Um, okay, then we go face a boss. Uh, boss doesn't take an entire move. Uh, th- you're you're welcome. Um, and and we're playing a, a a World of Warcraft puzzle, which uh, was also really fun. Actually, that was a really good fight. Uh, good job, Tony. Um, Thank you. So we find the uh, we find the gem we're looking for, and oh, also along the way we found an airship. That that was a thing, um, and we almost got killed by tunnel snakes. But that's a whole other story. Uh, I'm telling you, it's like an ADD kid aren't i um then uh we go back to the airship right at home to uh check that out meet uh jethal and tormir and unfortunately we left the children unsupervised and so they went down a hole i tried to stop them um and then we told them not to go down the hole and they they went back down the hole uh they messed with powerful artifacts um and started causing a rip in our reality, so that was cool. Uh, also, probably a little bit Tormir's fault for getting angry, but oh we're not going to talk about that part. I just about got tea up my nose. <laughs> and then um, we, we made a hasty escape up an elevator and sealed that place up, never to be seen again. <clears throat> sure. Um, you know, Tony's storytelling. We know that will happen. Um, we haven't seen enough of that yet, but not before Sticky Fingers could grab a halberd that uh, serves absolutely no purpose other than just be slightly annoying for him. Um, and then we meet up with his girlfriend. I mean, Marin. Um, <laughs> because we found out on the tram down there that uh, she was potentially in danger. So we decided to help her out. And in the process, started a series of side quests in order to prepare for an attack on Zane Crow. Uh, we then confront Zane Crow and handily whoop him in in tremendous fashion, as we typically tend to do on boss fights. Uh, and oh, uh, like we forgot to mention, Tegan almost always dies. It's just a thing. Like yeah. he just doesn't understand. Don't run in front of things that can kill you when you don't have any armor, um, <laughs> or hit points, or common sense. <laughs> <laughs> or an ability to keep one's mouth shut. Those sorts of things. <laughs> He's just a constant He always taunt. seems to take his pants off, too. Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah, the pants stay on this season. All right? <laughs> can, can, we, can we agree on that? That's... This this season with mo- now is more pants. Instead of, a, <laughs> instead of a speedo, it's a speed don't. All right? <laughs> season three with 20% more pants. No, no, no. 100% more pants. <laughs> I'm sorry, now we're all just going to, like, wear pants, like, extra set of pants. Except for Tormir. It's okay for Tormir not to wear pants, because he's in a robe. Um, <laughs> neither here nor there. And then, uh, yeah, so we knock out Zane Crow, take him hostage, back to the airship. Uh, then he wakes up and is like, uh, there's something bad happening. Big zombie army. Dark wolfen guy. And we're like, oh. You mean that guy that we kind of saw for like 30 seconds earlier? Yep, that guy. Hey, Ooh. we stopped his ritual the first time. We did, only through minorly inconveniencing him as he proceeded to beat the crap out of me. 
well, isn't that kind of how it always works? And then he lost interest and was like, ah, I have better things to deal with. And then, uh, yeah, uh, we kind of ended up here on our way back to Clear Meadow to clean up that mess. Was that sufficient, Tony? Uh, that was that was more than sufficient. Um, and it really did feel like Ant-Man's friend doing the uh, rundown. <laughs> I can't remember his name. So, we uh, resume back on the airship. Uh, you guys are about halfway back to Clear Meadow at this point, and uh, you guys have kind of got the rundown of exactly what Zane has exp- you know explained. Um, is there anything else that you guys want to do on the way towards Clear Meadow? Yes. Uh, I want to make some potions. Okay. I sent a message, if you recall. Okay. Yes. Uh, what was the contents of that message? Yeah, I sent a message and sent to Master Ganthus and said, Have you heard of any rumblings of an undead army led by a dark wolfen lieutenant? Question mark. How is containment holding? Question mark. All right. I think that puts you four words over the limit. How is containment? I don't think you so. Two question marks. No, oh, question mark doesn't count as words. I do not penalize for punctuation. Please use them, please. So you get that back as a response, Jathal. Okay. Your head. Okay. What is that? Yeah. So we get. I get back. Containment is going well. I have heard rumors of an undead army assembling, but I have not seen anything here in Inconibus. Do you need help? But now I can't respond until the next day. So, <laughs> correct. <laughs> I could I could send him him, him uh, a note in his dreams. God. I have a spell uh, called Dreamweaver. Oh God! And I can creepy. talk to people. What's the in their dreams? Hello, What's the distance on that? <laughs> He's just gonna What's get a the... message in his dreams. Yes. <laughs> yes to what? <laughs> And it's from someone else, so... No, no, it's Tegan, like, standing over him while he's asleep, like, yes. Does he... Is he wearing pants or no pants? Always. A hundred percent more pants. (laughs) We went over this. Pants around Grandpa? We we need... You know the thing with the sword? (laughs) Where he can't get rid of it? We need that for him I don't know what happened, but all I heard was (laughs) pants around Grandpa. (laughs) Master Ganthus oh. is my great 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 grandpa, so I always no, wear my pants around. That, that's him. way too many greats. He's your great grandpa. Oh, I thought he was like a thousand years old or something. No. Oh, okay. But no. still, some of the yes, ori- you still need to have no. pants around your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> you big weirdo. God. <laughs> so I feel like I was saying. Now. I- I can send a message. I think everyone feels uncomfortable now. <laughs> I, can I mean, send a you sending a grandpa. message in his dream, he's got to be sleeping, right? So Yeah, yes, he'll have to sleep. There's no way for us tell- to tell him to sleep. So, <laughs> like... Sleep! It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Uh, Just try the message is going to get in at the same time. No, it's fine. But... 
then he can't respond. Are you okay, so. <laughs> you okay Tabitha? No. <laughs> if we're not going to use it, I'm going to unlearn the spell. <laughs> no, you took no, that spell. I, you're sticking to it. No, you're sticking right. to it. I, I think the, the creepy Tegan showing up in the party's <laughs> dreams is going to happen one of these nights. Be like, Tegan, get out of my dream. But hey, where's the rope? <laughs> the, the, the rope does not keep him from your dreams. You can't cast spells if he's tied down. Uh, Haven't you heard of nonverbal spells? Yeah, he might. Maybe that one doesn't have somatic uh, components. Nah, it does. It has somatic. So, ah, uh, it would require hand movement and verbal. Uh, so, well, there's always a solution for the verbal as well. Yeah, it's true. With the ball gag again. Ah, uh, jeez. Anyway, so, so I tell everyone. Hey, let, let's people, make progress this episode. <laughs> yep. So I tell people what I get back. Progress. Uh, What's that? And I don't know that we need help right now. We just we're trying to understand, right? If he had heard something, sounds like they haven't seen anything in Inconovus, so. It must not be that far north yet. Or it is, and it's further north than Inconovus? I don't know. Maybe they're amassing north of Inconovus. Alright, so as your ship continues to travel, um, Tegan, you said you were going to try to make some potions. How long do those potions take to craft? Um, I wanted to ask you i would like to create potions of hit points i've got a, a feat that allows me to use medicine check instead of my crafting skill potions okay. of hit points healing potions i'm assuming he's meaning yeah healing points healing healing potions human potions no, not like human <laughs> potions. This, this is my voice <laughs> tiny human potions um <laughs> I was just wondering how it worked. How do you? I don't know anything about crafting, so I was wondering, how, for me and the listeners at home, how does it work? Well, well, Jethal knows, see. right? Jethal's mm, I know Jethal has crafted stuff before. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Good talk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, is there a page of them I can look up for like healing potions that I can craft? Because uh, my alchemy stuff First is a little different. you have to get out your cauldron. But... Then you have to get out your uh, spell book. Okay. Then you have to get out your uh, ingredients. Okay. Then you have to uh, have to deal with Snape yelling at you. No, 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 no. Snakes. No, no, no. Snape. 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 She's, she's Harry talking Potter. Harry Potter. Severus. Oh. Dumbledore. Ron Weasley. Um, what are y'all singing? I have no idea what's going on. Harry, Harry Potter. I've, what? I've, the Harry uh, Potter, oh, no, no, Potter I, I, pals. I, I, know, I know that, but no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've lost complete control of this podcast so far <laughs> at this point. You are so hurting cats, Did you ever have complete oh. control over that, dear? I don't think I ever had any control, but... Any modicum of control I did have is at this point long gone. So you you are trained. <laughs> you're trained in crafting. I'm trained in medicine. I get to use my medicine instead of. He, he's, yeah, he's allowed to use medicine okay. to instead so of his craft skills. So you're trained. 
essentially. So, yeah. okay. Yes. Uh, cool. So, craft, uh, you have to roll. Let's see here. Uh, one, you can make an item from raw materials, so you need to have the alchemy crafting skill to create alchemical items, the magical crafting skill feat to create magical items, and snare crafting to create snares. So, okay, do you have the feat uh, for magical item crafting? No, I have the feat that allows me to use medicine for crafting. Okay, so it sounds like you're going to need to get another feat. Uh, so you're, you have a feat that allows you to use medicine instead of the craft skill, yeah. but you also have a feat that allows you to craft in the first place. Oh, crud. All right, never mind. That's what, at least, that's underneath crafting itself, so Are, the actual craft Tegan feeling action. a bit defeated right now? Oh, <laughs> I didn't have enough details to figure it out. Hmm. What? The cow jumped over the moon, defeat first, detail last. You know, didn't he never heard that one? Mm -mm. Anyway. Where we get yeah. nothing done! <laughs> Hooray! Alright, so you guys make it down. Although I am making some nice uh, progress on my knitting. Well, I, I, I'm sure the listeners appreciate that. Um, so you guys... Um, is there anything else you guys want to do on the way to Clear Meadow? Well, I think we should I'll probably just... stop for some apples. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just an FYI, Tony. Um, the last day that we get there, I'll be using my ancestral longevity on the religion checks. So. On religion, okay. Um, you guys get there the same day you took off, but um, I, I, I'm fine with you having used that at this point. Um. Do I need so for my new skill the uh, nature spirits talking to nature spirits? Mm -hmm. Do I need to? Uh, it's the consult the spirits. Um, do I need to be like on the ground uh, in an area? Like, can I can I do it? Can I? Uh, consult them while we're on the ship as we're going or is that something that we have to be closer to no no you can do it anywhere you want um essentially you you com you commune with spirits and you at you get to ask them a question you can do it once a day it doesn't matter where you're at okay i didn't know if it had to do with the area that the like so having one the, area for affecting the spirit so so the thing is is the type of spirits that you will uh, communicate with depending on where you're at. If you're near water, you probably might get a water spirit in the forest. You'd probably get forest spirits. Um, you know, Here would be air spirits, probably. Probably air spirits, most likely. Or machine spirits, potentially. Okay. Well, because mine's nature-based. That's true. Yes, you probably wouldn't be able to communicate with the nature with the machine spirits. But but you you, yeah, you could probably get more air spirits at this point. So the, the, the thing is, is the answers to questions they would have would relate to what they know about. Right. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out is if we needed to wait until we got closer to affect the Yeah. It's it's entirely up location. to you. So, I will as we get closer, like the day that we get closer to it, that I'm going to consult the spirits. It only takes about 10 minutes, but I don't want to do that while we're on the ground. 
Okay. So you're gonna do it in the uh, airship when you once you yeah. get close. Okay. Sounds good. So. Um, and I know that you roll the, the dice for that. I, I roll the die in secret, which I already have. So you. Oh heaven, uh, help us all. May so you. What does it look like when you set sit down to communicate with the spirits? So, um, since I would be trying to communicate with the air spirits, I go on to the top deck, mm-hmm. and I would sit uh, cross-legged, and um, go into like a meditative state, like I would be for, uh, like focusing myself. Mm-hmm. And so then um, I would ask the the spirits around me, uh, knowing that around me would be probably air spirits, I would probably focus on that. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to locate if they have felt any movement of large armies or like large movements of unnatural creatures. Okay. All right, so you do that, and you're asking that. You get um, a spirit presents itself to you. It is a very uh, wispy, um, like very narrow uh, bipedal creature that looks translucent. You can see right through her, and she uh, looks upon, looks at you, looks at Francis, looks at Gregory, and says. Normally, I wouldn't help those from the ground because I have no interest in those who don't uh, revere soaring through the sky. But, and she gestures at uh, Gregory, you have befriended one who um, who had none, who had nothing, and have guarded him. For that, I thank you. And I will grant you one one answer. To your question, the there is a large force of very unnatural things that is proceeding towards this location. It's or towards where you're I believe that you're heading. They are consuming and destroying everything in their path, leaving little uh, in the in the way of spirits around them. Those spirits who were able to flee are the only reason I know what was going on. um, Which direction were they coming from? And she kind of just points in the same direction you guys are flying. So they're coming from that direction? or They're coming from the direction you're heading towards. They're, they're, they're to the south heading north. You guys are flying south. So they're... She's saying they're to the south of you. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. I apologize. That's fine. Um, and then after that she goes, and I would also like to provide you with a gift. Oh, th- uh, thank you. And she like kneels down on one knee and holds out her hand and says, Little one, come forward. I'm assuming Gregory. Yeah, Gregory kind of pops out from the little satchel and walks, you know, kind of waddles forward and kind of tilts his head to the side and gives sort of a... And she goes, you've been quite brave. 
I can see on your face you've gone through many harrowing trials. I wish to give you a gift. And she kind of scry- she like draws a like a symbol on his forehead. You Tabitha see it glowing momentarily in blue. Um, and then it shortly thereafter fades, and then Gregory starts like feathers start sprouting, and the the feathers that sprout are much more like not the downy feathers that Gregory has had, but much larger feathers. And Gregory kind of starts like arms start growing longer and looks really weird and lanky and bulky at first until he finishes filling out. And Gregory ages incredibly rapidly until Gregory is about the, not quite the size of the mother you saw, but looks like at least probably suddenly shifted to adolescent age. Aww. Gregory had a gross spurt. Sigil of puberty. Um, so anyone else on the upper deck, which I, I know should include Jathal as the pilot, is anyone else on the upper deck at the moment? Yeah, the first mate's up there having a cup of tea. Okay. And, uh, just the two of you guys? Uh, I'd be up on, on the top deck. Okay. Tegan? Um, uh, oh, go oh, ahead. In, in, in response, I would like to uh, give her a... Or give the... Uh, elemental a uh, a feather of um, one that I had found in my journeys that was very beautiful. Yep. She uh, she bows, takes it, and and then kind of spins around and disappears. No one else in the group that was up here saw the spirit. The spirit it was only visible to Tabitha, but everyone did see Tabitha sit down, kind of lay out a few things chant for a while, uh, have a conversation with someone who wasn't there, and suddenly Gregory grew big. Well, Does that's... anyone else in the party have any reaction to that? Well, that's not something you see every day. Seems pretty normal to me. I wonder if this tea's got off. I ain't seeing things. What did you put in the tea? It's a special blend. Um, he it, I, it. Uh, it has apples. Um, what are we? Five. <laughs> um, I pull out um additional food for Gregory. I'm assuming he's hungry. He he does like he munches it down without any uh, hesitation at all. I scratch him behind his ear and it's like, all right, come on, let's go get you some more food. All right, and with that, uh, the the party finishes their journey down to Clear Meadow. When you arrive in Clear Meadow, the oh, uh, before we land, sorry, I would let everybody else know about the fact that there was um, a large group of uh, unnatural beings traveling towards in the direction we are going just as like a confirmation that the spirits also know about the army right although the, the rest of the party doesn't even know that you had the ability to speak with spirits in the first place either so I learned I don't know why I had to do the wavery voice but that's, I did that's so fair. Yeah, well, just deal own. with it so the uh So you guys make it the, the the down to Clear Meadow, but Clear Meadow looks somewhat different at this point. 
when you arrive, uh, the normally, you know, there there are like wooden, the, the wooden like uh, tree trunk style uh, walls surrounding the city. Uh, there always have been, uh, but the gates were pretty much barred permanently open. They they the walls had been built around the city, but really were never used, never forced to be used for defense for for any you know. And the the doors were always open. There was never anyone watching the gates or anything else like that. Uh, when you arrive, there are the doors are closed and barred shut. Uh, also on these small platforms uh, that are on certain sections of the wall that you see a few uh, town guard, which really, that was the, that's the other thing, is you never really saw, I mean, you knew there were town guard, but they were fairly lax in their duties because there wasn't really much for them to do for the most part. Um, but they're kind of seemingly at attention and look incredibly scared and nervous. Um, one of them on the wall you do recognize uh, as Thomas. And uh, do you want to land the airship, try to find a somewhat of a clearing or as much of a clearing as you can inside of the walls? Do you want to land outside the walls? I don't, I don't think we can land within the walls, can we? You would be very different. I mean, you could probably find some area that may have been, you know, like a small, like, I mean, there's that area where carts could park out in front of uh, the uh, Darkshade Brewery. Uh, you'd probably take up the entire area and probably crush a few of the trees as well as the fence surrounding it. So what powers the airship? Like, could it can it be aloft indefinitely? Uh, probably. You've you've had it hover for days on end before, in I place. Mean... You don't know exactly how long, but you haven't you haven't seen any warning or indication of any duration that it seems to have. But I mean, we could always hover right next to a watchtower or something like that, or <laughs> we, it just sits above the city or something and it's not accessible. I don't know how worried we are about somebody accessing the uh, airship. Any thoughts? Uh, I mean, no one else can run it. No one else can do That's anything true. with it. Um, well, and also, if if we take the uh, the stones with us, it shouldn't be able to. Yeah, I mean, if well, we... don't forget we've got that huge, massive uh, robot in there too. Yes, and we can use that to our advantage. Right. Mm, I don't. I don't care. We. I, I'm not the pilot, so I'll let them decide where they stick the thing. I mean, <laughs> can uh, we take the robot down? You said that I'm there sure. would be room. Probably, it'd be a tight fit, but it in front of the dark shade brewery. You could probably park there if you really wanted to. You might have to do some fence repair. Uh, afterwards, because you're, it's it's probably. I mean, either you have to do fence repair or building repair, depending on which side of the building you want to land. I, I don't like that plan. Okay, but I mean, there is space for it to land. It's just there. I mean, the airship isn't it, the airship isn't small. It's not like you know. Yeah, it's probably I don't know maybe three quarters the size of a blue whale in the modern modern world. If that. Helps so 
about you know maybe 120 feet long mm-hmm. sure that's two-thirds that's a lot of tegans that's, didn't i say two-thirds you said three quarters oh okay I'm being nitpicky i'll shut up now. that's fair <laughs> stop picking the nits anyway uh so I guess we just land outside then, since there's not really a good safe place. So we'll just land it outside the walls. Okay. Uh, land outside the walls. Uh, give me an Arcana check to see how clean of a landing you make. Uh, yeah. Uh, twenty-three. All right. So you. Uh, Tegan, did you try to take the controls partway through there? I you you said take a check, so I did a check. I didn't know you meant just Jethal. So yeah, I was trying to help Jethal land. Yeah, I'll take the wheel. It does not respond to you. <laughs> so so what so what? How do you try to take control of the uh, airship, Tegan? Um, I try to mimic what Yanni's doing in front of the controls. God damn it! And I like try to do this like. What is he said about being called Yanni? So so are you like shadow boxing using Jathal as your shadow type thing? Yeah, and I'm saying whatever he says to see if it'll, you know, like I try to get like half a second before he says something and try to say the same thing, but just before he does. and just So, so Tegan's being that annoying kid who just mimics everything you say right now. Uh, Pretty much. I give him a dirty look no. and say I need to focus. Leave me alone. <laughs> but I'm buying the ship. You're not. I am. And if you don't want us to wreck, stop it. Alright. I stop it and I go over to the corner and talk to my friends. In your Cause head? Because apparently Jethal is not one of your friends. <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> I just picture right. Tegan walking over, looking into a corner dead on, and just start talking to the, the people in his head. <laughs> yeah, I see that too. <laughs> I can believe that. So, yeah, you you land the ship. Um, it's, I mean, it's probably not the most perfect landing, but there's no damage caused. It's, you know, you get, like, to the point where it's descended. You have everything level. You have the, the, the there's those feet that were kind of out when uh, it was in the... Promothor's lab, you kind of pull out the same kind of feet that, that are there. You have it just hovering above the ground, and then you cut out power what you think is about a foot above the ground. It's actually about maybe five feet above the ground. And so there is a fairly uh, unceremonious loud thud as it lands, but, I mean, you're no worse for the wear. I'm like, that's, that's how it's supposed to sound. And I say, Do you have the parking bird gone? Storm Chaser... Power down. Powering down. You're not supposed to do the downward inflection when saying power down. That's the computer's job. (laughs) I know. What's a computer? Let's go exploring. uh, So one of the guards, you know, kind of points their spear over the wall and goes, Who are you? Are you with the army? And at that point, another person approaches right next to him. And it, you see it's Thomas. And he goes, 
Jathal, is that you? Oh, hello. Yes, it's me too, Tegan. Yes, it is us. We've returned. Oh, Tegan, hello. I, you are here at the perfect time. There's, come, come in. We'll, we'll open the wall so you guys can come in. It's, there's a lot I need to explain, but we need your help. We know. All right. As, as I walk out of the airship, I look over at Jathal and say, maybe you should lock it. Jathal picks up his like the the stone points it and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. No, <laughs> but no, it's more like a ship horn. So it's more like. Bar, bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No. Yep. What what does the Swedish chef car alarm sound like? <laughs> bork bork bork. <laughs> So, uh, you guys approach in the, the the walls of Clear Meadow, and Thomas opens the gate, and you guys approach in, and we will end the episode there. So, thank you again, listeners, no. for listening to this uh, inaugural episode mess. of Season 3, and uh, also possibly one of the strangest episodes we've had, but we, we hope you appreciate our recap of previous seasons, and... Uh, and I hope you enjoyed our uh, our, our craziness because we have it in spades. And and let's be frank, this is what you listen to us for. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. If you've listened to us this far, I do. Uh, even though we did give a really good recap, I do strongly recommend going back and listening to the old episodes because they're a lot of fun. And honestly, we're all pretty silly. We're pretty silly most of the time. So uh, if you enjoyed this one, you'll definitely enjoy the others. Uh, otherwise, in the meantime, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice.